0: Vancouver, Vancouver, it somehow happened. Yes. In September of 2020, somehow, someway, your city, your team has another one of these goalie controversies. Yes, they do. They do. After seeing what Demko did in game five, doing it by himself. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Has he taken Jacob Marksman's job? Only in uh- Vancouver would we start this conversation right after. <laughs> A big playoff Dude, play. it, the narrative's there now. It's it's just right in front of us, and there's so many, so many layers. We're talking about a UFA in a team MVP in the name of Jacob Markstrom. We're talking about the only reason the Canucks are in this place. But then we have Badger Demko doing, doing something magnificent. Well, let's be real. That that's one of the better playoff performances of of all time in that, that the Vancouver Canucks.
1: Easily one of the best goalie playoff performances in recent history i'm thinking back to like prime luongo like that's a prime luongo performance the, the dude
0: looked like a, a calm cool collected prime Corey schneider let's be real let's be honest on today's episode we'll go through the game we'll have some fun and we'll also talk to yes talk to a man who was living the dream waking up early in the morning to provide to provide what prospect coverage overseas prospect. overseas Co- prospect coverage sorry for your vancouver canucks and mm-hmm. rick Dollywall. Gave him the shadow. He gave he's Rick I, gave him the plug. I've never seen a plug like that, man. That that was that, w- that was bold of Rick to give a guy named Canucks fan to Abby. What's this dude's name? We're gonna find out. We're gonna hey, find out. It's been a big week for Rick and Next was it Came on my podcast last week. Oh my god, this guy has to plug it. Has to plug it. I respect it. I respect it. Let's be real, let's be honest. Once again, you're listening. Yes, listening. The sipping on a forty.
2: Man, we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Sippin' on a 40. My name, yes, my name, Kyle Bowen. That's Nick Bondi to my right, because yo, this is the post-game show. And by my math and my and my wildest dreams, we get to we get to do this again on Thursday. Yes. yes. The, the we journey. live to fight another day. Not only the connects live to fight another day. Yes.
1: Sip it on a forty lives to fight for another podcast for at least one more episode for
0: our loyal listeners. hundred percent to the to the best postgame show available in a podcast format in the history of sports. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that straight up, straight up, right away. Pumping our own tires, I 100%, like it. 100. Why not? Because it's it's been a great day for the Nux Misconduct Network. First of all, when does that happen? Okay, what other podcast has that power? Okay, you jump on for a conversation, you get hired right away. Who else can do that? Nobody but Nux Misconduct. Braden, he joined the team, and bro, this guy brought some clout, yo. I think we gained what seven followers because of one dude. That's pretty awesome, man. If you haven't listened to the episode of Sipping On For You with Braden from last game go ahead and do that do it it's do laughs it. it's laughs what a good guy uh, nux misconduct became a better place and more moves coming for sure why not why not stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned been, been a good week uh we also we also didn't bite today was one of the more embarrassing days for a lot of members in vancouver media
1: and okay and i'm saying that because i consider them friends of the show they've all been on my podcast 100 and hey you got got and a lot of people got got even uh but not not not, yep even even the other guys the other guys the the other the other blog but hey not us not Not us Uh, us i wonder why that
0: is. is is it because we have a lot of book readers on our team i think we're just older and wiser older and wiser and just just getting better and better every day again this was a I, good I, day I, for the personally brand.
1: i'm able to read the handles mm, of yeah. of yeah. Uh, accounts that's 100%. usually a pretty giveaway to saying it's a fake account uh a little tip for everyone out there
0: and also just based on you know simple stuff like you know the fact that the vancouver canucks your vancouver canucks haven't been given any information throughout this whole process. Yeah. Why would they announce that? They're just going to randomly it tweet it out from Canucks PR. Come on, be better. But you know what? Once again, Nux Misconduct was better. And one of the reasons why I think the franchise, Nux Misconduct, has done a really, really a uh, good job over the last couple months is because of this dude right here. Canucks Abbey Fan 2. Fan 2 Abbey. Fan 2 Abbey. Canucks See it? See it? Fan 2 Abbey. That is his uh, name. Don't get uh, it twisted, folks. I'm getting it so wrong. I'm disrespecting one of the legends one of the legends on the what? network right now one of the guys who's boosting our pl- profile for sure 100 gets that rick Dollywall plug if you get one of those you're on to something yeah. and we been... got the rick Dollywall plug as well and, and i, I, haven't, it feels I haven't i haven't i haven't gotten i actually you know i got the jd burr plug yo i got the Harmon dial plug i got the vanessa jang plug i got the plug. i got the Braden plug straight up straight up what we, about we, me i'm on that, i'm on that podcast oh straight up you you're you getting the plug too Okay. there you go right. there you just, go just
1: making sure we both get credit
0: 100 100%, 100%. That, 100 that's true man nick's sending all the emails out okay yeah, i'm like i'm getting these guys yo just work and sweat and girls, and every day it's 2020 100 100 dude and the girl's dominating right now let's be real man broadcast is killing it that's why
1: that's why we got bumped down to the 15th yeah. bent, uh I know, squad man, I know
0: that's why we had to acquire brayden anyways anyways we got we got the guy right here rob i don't want to say the last name don't say it. We I'm don't want. We don't. We time. don't want to ruin the mystery of Canucks fan two Abby. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I hope you enjoyed this conversation on the post game show Sippin' on a forty. Yes, yes. You are listening to Sippin' on a forty, and I'll be honest. The week of good fortune for Nucks misconduct continues because we got the we got the face of the franchise. Let's be real. Canucks Abby fan two, the face of Nucks misconduct. He gets the Rick Dollywall plug. He's the only one that does it does it best. And what does he do? He tracks the prospects overseas. Canucks, Abby Fantu, a.k.a. Rob, how's it going, man?
2: Oh, I said, a terrific night here as uh, Canucks have uh, proved that uh, it's ain't over until it's over, and it's not over. Um, I've been a big Demco fan. I always saw him as being the uh, heir apparent and Marky the placeholder. Of course, Marky changed that conversation in the last year and a half, but uh, we may have our best combo since... Uh, the ongoing Schneider. Oh, okay. High like
0: praise. High praise. High praise. High praise. But yo, this is the post game show. We can talk about the game, or we can talk about you, Rob. You got that Rick Dollywall plug again. You've been doing great work for a long time, and I've heard rumors. Yes, rumors about you, and I've heard that you know you're living the dream right now. You're waking up bright and early, living the dream, retired supposedly, and just watching these games and giving giving the people what they want.
2: Well, uh, everybody wants to retire in a different different way. And for me, I'm a big Canucks fan. Uh, when I was working, I was always enjoyed, uh, especially well uh, Ryan Beach and uh, seeing those little little clips on Twitter. When you're working, you may have a you may have a few moments to check out Twitter. And I always I remember following Elias Patterson in particular his, his year in Sweden at the SAHL. So when I retired, I was I was uh, wanted to watch those games in person. I thought, well, I know there are a lot of Canucks fans out there still working or taking their kids to dance and hockey or or simply I uh, just got other things on the go and they can't they can't follow that closely so I'd watch the games and try and share what I could and uh, and add something to the fan base hopefully that they'd uh, appreciate and enjoy oh
0: 100 and before Nick asks ask, ask you a question I'm sorry I got to give you one of these
1: yeah well deserved well deserved
2: well deserved well deserved very well thank you
1: okay Rob, can I call you Rob or do you still want to be referred as Canucks fan to Abby or Abby fan two, oh, or okay. Abby fan too Rob's great. Okay, Rob. Okay, so out of Pud Colson or Hoglander, those are the two big Canucks prospects. Who do you think is going to make the most immediate impact in the NHL when they come over?
2: Well, if they came in over together, I, I'd say Pud Colson. I guess Hoglander may make it earlier, but Pud Colson is, what I would say to Canucks fans is, he's uh, that third wheel in that uh, Pedersen-Hughes uh, that they all think the game on a very high level. And I think that's one of the things that we notice when we're seeing Pedersen like, do things. They, they they seem to be thinking ahead of the play you see Pedersen making certain moves tonight where he's anticipating where the puck is going. And it's quite impressive. And he was the same way. And I think Pod Colson is very similar to the, those guys, that he, he works. His coaches just love him. They say he's, The coaches say that he's one of those players you just never have to motivate. He's all self-motivated. His motor never goes off.
0: And, and those players but, seem to fit the build of what the, the best players on the Canucks already have. I mean, we're talking about Quinn Hughes and Elias Patterson. They, they have such a high end motor.
2: Yeah. Paul Colton also, again, same as Hughes and, uh, and Patterson and Besser. He's a kid. And Corvette for that matter. Most of the times I can't think of any, too, too many that aren't, uh, have that high character. He's a high character kid too. He was out there as, uh, on his own, Delivering food to old people during COVID nineteen in Russia on, on his own initiative, and he's got involved in that in his time off. I mean, there's nothing that was that, that was uh, that was put to him to do. It just sort of happened. And uh, he read about it uh, on the Russian the sites.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay, let, let's get let's get back into your scouting ways. Yes, I'm calling you a scout. I'm calling you a scout. Pretty much if, right. if, like, Rick Dollywall's giving them the plug. I'm calling him a scout. Yeah, Rick Dollywall's referring to you when it comes to overseas prospects. So yeah, you're, a y- you're a scout. You're a scout. Okay, we're talking to Scout Rob here. Uh, what's the uh, What's the procedure like? So you get up early. Uh, what's the coffee looking like? How do you like your coffee, man? Oh, okay, good question.
2: Uh, it's this espresso machine. Woo! And uh, it's, 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 it's got to be strong. Um, Usually uh, I'll check out the schedule for the next day. There are a few sites and it's been a little bit strange uh, lately because of COVID-19 is games getting canceled all the time or added late at late in the day. It's been a bit harder to plan, but uh, it depends on what the schedule is. And if the game's at two in the morning, the game's at two in the morning, if the game's at six in the morning, well, you yeah, got to get up and have some coffee first because you want to you actually stay awake.
1: <laughs> okay. Rob, are there differences in style? Between maybe say the KHL and the SHL, like what's the style of hockey over there compared to the NHL? Because I'm an honest person. We say honest people, honest podcast. I don't watch much overseas prospects games. Just highlights. Just highlights from like you.
2: Right. Um, Well, it's uh, the KHL is, is the second best hockey league in the the world. It's somewhere between the AHL and NHL, but uh, it's probably closer to the HL. It's a, it's like the NHL, it's a win-first league. There's no development going on there, really. I mean, the, the idea is you're going to win the Gagarin Cup, which is the equivalent of the Stanley Cup in North America. Um, the Swedish Hockey League is, is a very good league as well. I think it's more, I would say, more equivalent to the AHL. But, uh, again, it's, it's not a development league, but I, I'd say the KHL is the second-best league in the world. But there's not that—not really that much to uh, to pick between leagues. It really comes down to the, the high-end players and um um, as you can see with Pedersen's uh, skills in that season that he had, it's really transferred well to the NHL.
0: No, 100%. From the, from the SHL. 100%, 100%. You're listening to Sipping on a 40. we got Canucks, Abby Fantu. Yes, the legend, the face of the franchise, Rob, talking to us. And we're talking more about him. Yes, more about him. Are, are you a pen and paper type of dude? Because the, the way I look at it, and you're saying that this is a post-retirement thing. The way you do business, it seems like you've you've always had a passion—not just for watching hockey, but reporting on it. Yeah, you a pen and paper dude or what?
2: Well, when I when I when I was first born, I was. Uh, I, hey. I, I've been watching. I've been watching the NHL since the 1966-67 season. Oh, uh, I was. I was a, a problem. My first memory is, is, of course, when the Leafs last won the Cup, so you can tell how old I am. Uh, hey. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was I, was before, I was, I think, probably in kindergarten that year when I first had my first memories. Uh, back then, of course, was six-team league, and there were two teams in Canada, and English Canada basically supported the Leafs, and, and, and French Canada, Quebec, some of the Maritimes supported the, the Habs for the most part, and the country was split along those lines. There's no other options in the NHL apart from the four American franchises.
0: Wow! Wow! We're talking to a to a vet, and that's not that's not for any any disrespect. You're wise, man. We're talking you have, to a wise man
1: here. You have more experience watching hockey, probably in your pinky, than we do. Than, than we do
0: combined. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. We're talking about a uh, dude doing incredible work. And again, Rick Dolly, while giving him the plug, I think you know I, I can speak for myself. Maybe Nick's on this boat too, but but moments like that for. The company, the team, it motivates me, man. It motivates me. That, that's the best type of motivation. Absolutely. It's one thing to see other people succeed, but when it's someone on the team, uh, that that goes a long way. So, once again, we got to give this guy another applause. He deserves it, man. Face of the franchise. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You're listening to sipping on a 40. We're talking to the Dreamer. Okay, let's talk about today's game. Uh, I don't know why I feel discouraged after a dub. I mean, I, I see the shots, but... I don't remember a time where the Canucks won, and I'm just like, damn, did they really win? Yeah, and it's weird because <laughs> after last game, I was the pessimistic one. I was the one saying, there's no
1: chance. They're winning three in a row. This series is over. Maybe they can force seven games, and you're the one who was optimistic. And now I think the rules are reversed. I think Kyle's the one feeling pessimistic, and I'm the one thing saying, all right, it's going seven. They're winning game six. What do you think? What do you think, Rob?
2: Well, whenever you fall behind three to one, it's a a tough route to come back, but it it does happen. I think the Canucks have done it already three times in franchise history. Um, um, Thatcher Demko, again, I've been a big supporter of his. As I said, I always thought he was going to be the one, but I wasn't always surprised. I think I even said on on the the game thread or the pregame or the the game day thread that I was really excited for his opportunity. I thought he'd rise to the occasion. Um, He did more than that. I mean, he was just a wall out there and – Nothing was getting by him. He's a, he's a cool cool guy. He's got the resume prior to the NHL, and he's ready to build it here too. So, um, I think the team looked a little bit tender, like they were squeezing their sticks, because they realized they they were being uh, you know facing eliminations the first time for most of these young guys. But and when Vegas scored that first goal, well, I, I must admit I was thinking it's over. But then to strike back that quickly, and as soon as soon as they did that, they suddenly realized that they could actually maybe score a goal and. Next thing I know, this one said they took over the game, but they certainly responded well and started looking a lot better. And when they had the lead, finally, they also uh, went after the game. They didn't sit back as much, and, and uh, really, the, the clock sort of uh, wound down. Pr- not not as uh, as uh, I didn't have to take any volume today. If that's, if that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and Thatcher Demko more than rose to the occasion, 42 saves on 43 shots. Uh, exactly one GAA, 977 save percentage. He had an amazing performance. And me and Kyle were talking a bit uh, a bit earlier that this is probably the best individual goalie performance from a Canuck since prime Luongo. Like that's what that kind of performance, or prime Schneider, one of those. It reminded me very much of that type of performance. And here's the ultimate question. We have another goalie controversy on our hands, Vancouver. We can't escape it. We do. So we do. Rob, Rob, are you starting Thatcher Demko in Game Six. If Jacob Markstrom is fully healthy, because I've read reports that he's a bit tired, he's a bit banged up. That's why they played Demko. Are you are you starting Demko
2: Game Six? Well, I was watching the game time with my son, who's, who's just he's 29, and I, I put that question to him. We couldn't come up with an answer. Um, if if Marky is is healthy, then it, it's an interesting question, especially. I, I'm not sure. Mark. I don't think they're going to push Marky now for for Game Six. They, they might have. You might have pushed them if they won this game six to five and Demko looked shaky, but in, in this scenario, I, I think they're gonna go with uh, with the with Demko. I personally, um, I go with Demko, but again, if Marky's healthy, I mean, how can you go wrong? Um, and don't uh, forget, this will be the first three headed goalie controversy in Canucks history sister that I'm aware of when Michael Di Pietro enters the picture soon, too. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Michael Di Pietro, that's a <clears throat> this guy's going, this guy's digging deep into the prospects, and I think. What's so important about this next decision for the Vancouver Canucks in terms of who's starting goal? We've seen what happens when you make the wrong decision. Game 6, St. Louis, they start Jordan Biddington and started Jake Allen because Jordan Biddington was the guy who got him there last year, who won him the cup. They go with the loyalty pick over the guy who's actually playing well and it completely backfires on I'm not saying, you know, Jacob Markstrom's been an absolute scrub like Jordan Biddington was those first two games, but it it undermines the decision that has to be made. You have to go with who's going to give you the best opportunity to win, regardless of past reputation.
2: But but the rule the rule in sport always is you don't lose your job as of an injury. So that's the that's what you throw in there. Markstrom would be losing his job because of an injury and for no other reason, not because he played poorly. I think he clearly was playing injured in the third period yesterday. That's one of the reasons that uh, Vegas came back. So easier than they probably well, they were playing well but it seemed to it came back a bit easier than Marky would usually allow
1: oh absolutely and yeah. you know you don't want to you don't want to lose Jacob Markstrom because of injury you don't want to not starting because of just solely an injury but it's going to be a difficult decision, and I'm not saying like we become prisoners of the moment and say, "Okay, Markstrom's gone, Demko's the guy going forward." I'm just saying it's it has to be an interesting decision. Oh, That's all. Does, That's man. all. It does. It
0: does. It's a very Vancouver decision. It's it's a we it's can't a, escape goalie controversy. It feels like we're back to normal. Honestly, how can this franchise and organization? Uh, avoid this? I don't know. Cause it, cause they never do. We're talking about Markstrom is a UFA who, who saved this team all season long. Now he gets hurt. Demko does his thing. And what if he does start game six? Did <laughs> that just, that's just a question that's going to be asked. And we can't tell the future. So why care? Why care? It, it is, it is hard to enjoy the moment today for some reason, just based on the way they played, but Hey, we got to do this again. At least we get to do this again. And Absolutely. we hope that we can have a conversation with Rob down the road
2: again, a hundred percent. If you, if you told me back in January the Canucks would play in the playoffs in September, I would have said, what the heck are you oh, talking about? Oh, <laughs>
0: straight up, straight up. Okay, before we let you go, though, I, I would like to ask you one question. Uh, you, you said you've been watching hockey for a long time, longer than anyone I know. Uh, where, where do where do Quinn Hughes and Elias Pettersson rank when it comes to most exciting Canuck players of all time? Because the, the way I look at it, uh, just their individual talent alone, I mean, they're, they're already right up there, right below Pavel Berry as the most skilled Canucks of all time.
2: Pavel Berry is a very different type of player. He's an electric player, mm-hmm. um, uh, but but the 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 brain, that, the hockey brain that Elias Pettersson has just is unbelievable. He's gonna he reminds me more of Pavel Datsyuk, because he's probably gonna Salky trophy in his future as well. Yeah. Um, for me though, he's ar- he's already probably the best center in franchise history, and that's yeah. that's that's with Henrik Sedin. But of course. I mean, you gotta wait. You gotta, you gotta wait longer than a, a couple of years, I guess, really, to make that determination. Because what what Henrik did over such a long career is quite, quite impressive.
0: Yeah, I know. And um, I'm, I'm jumping the gun because we're talking about two years, like his first two years in the league, and he's just making it look easy. It's just, it's just so bizarre. It's so bizarre. We're yeah. so lucky. The
2: Hughes. And Quinn Hughes, I, I first had a chance to see him up live uh, when I just when I retired in, in, in June of 98. I went to, to Kamloops to, to see the World Junior Summer Showcase and I got to see him up close for a number of games. There was not, not many people there, so you had the perfect, perfect look at him. And, and my mind when I saw him up close was, uh, you know, this is Bobby Orr here. And, uh, of course, not everybody here has got to see Bobby Orr. But Bobby Orr, in a sense, the way he can control a game, the way he skates, uh, that's the type of defense that comes to mind. Uh, Paul Coffey, I guess, defensemen like that they can ha- you know, hold on to the puck, make smart plays, and, and score. The one concern I had back then, uh, laughingly, was I didn't think he had an NHL shot, but uh, since then, he clearly worked on it, because he's also now got a great shot, so probably there's, there's no real ceiling on him either.
0: Yeah, they're, they're two players that you know I like to believe, and maybe I have to believe that they'll be able to uh, dig this franchise out of future cap hell. That they're, they're just that damn good. They really are. And speaking of damn good, yo, Canucks Abbey fans who Doing a good job. Hey, Thank you for all Rob. your work. AKA Rob. AKA Rob. Doing a great job. And yeah, just continue to uh, inspire the team. Yeah. Real talk. Keep killing it.
2: Thanks very much. And thanks for having me on. And hopefully we'll talk again. And uh,
0: great show, guys. 100%. 100%. You're listening to Sipping on a 40. Okay. Okay. It's just back to Nick and I. To, uh, two not very important people when it comes to the, to the franchise. Let's be real. We, we never have gotten a. That much clout. No. Canucks, everything is insignificant fan too clout compared to Canucks
1: fan too happy. Yeah. And, and Braided. We're, we're- had two back to back guys who are
0: elevating
1: yeah. next
0: misconduct 100%. on the show. And then it's just us. What role do we play on this team? Just make some podcasts, have fun. 100%. We're, we're falling down the depth chart, but it is what it is. It is what it is. It's a, it's a fun place to to make content. And, and right now, it's a fun time to, to obviously talk about this team we just heard what rob said about not only the future but the present itself and it's uh it's a really intriguing time i really mm. did think that today was going to be the last day i'm not gonna lie i'm I, not gonna I, lie
1: I had in the back of my head too coming to this game especially when it was one nothing and vegas scored that shade theodore goal where We dangled oh, like beautiful beautiful bc bud to, bc bud three,
0: three to four players court.
1: on the team it was okay i think this is it but rockbester scores pretty much right away like 20 something seconds yep, after thank you. And,
0: thank then
1: you. It, and then it was game on you. Yeah, they they had a chance from then on. And Thatcher Demko, what can you say about Thatcher Demko? Money. Stood on his head, and he. I, I tweeted this out. That was legitimately one of the best goalie performances in recent Canucks playoff history. Yep. Reminded yep. me of Luongo Schneider in their prime. But I think people should avoid becoming prisoners of the moment when it comes to future takes in terms of oh, okay. Now this means we can trade Markstrom or get rid of Markstrom and go with Demko. Oh, right? 100%. That, you have to You have to go with, and I love how after a win, we're already thinking about, this is very Vancouver, already thinking about the future goalie controversy that's coming. Look, you have to go with the goalie that is more fitting to your window. And what I mean by that is, if, you thi- if you're the Canucks and you think your window is right now, like next season, the season it's after, it's Markstrom. It's Markstrom. 100%. But if you still think you are three to four seasons away, you have to get rid of some of these terrible yes. Jimbo contracts. then I think
0: Thatcher Demko's the guy you go with. It's uh, about it, where you think this team is right now. I cannot believe we're having this conversation. Look, it, it just it's just going to come down to this. Okay, if Jacob Markstrom is healthy, if he's one hundred percent healthy, and if he doesn't get that start in Game Six, he's not the Canucks guy. He's not the Canucks guy because yeah. he's done everything this season. Everything. Everything. The backbone, the MVP of this team. Yo, Kevin Woodley, I believe, the the goaltending expert from the city. I believe he's from the city. He's always on the radio. He talked about how this Canucks team is only successful when they get besna like goaltending. Goaltending, I'm sorry. Mark Stone's been doing that for a long time. He's done his thing for the Vancouver Canucks for this franchise. But again, if he's not healthy, uh, if he is healthy and and Damko gets that start. He, that's a signal. That's a sign right to the man himself. You're not our guy. you not our guy. And that's what happened with Schneider. Let's remember back to 2012. Canucks are down three, nothing.
1: Schneider comes in. He wins that one game. They lose game five. And that su- c- kind of signaled the end of the time Ooh, for Luongo. I know what they are traded. I know they traded Schneider the year after because they didn't really have a choice. But that's kind of the situation that would happen if. And again, this is all speculation. This is yeah, all speculation. You know, what, you know what? We have no idea who's starting game six. And hey, again, right? Game six and seven are back to back. So now Travis Green knows he can trust Thatcher Demko. Maybe starts one in game six, goes back to the
0: other guy in game oh, seven. Man, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. This is this is this is unbelievable. But unbelievable. it's legitimate. Let me tell you, it's legitimate. I it's understand. A legitimate, it's so legitimate. Story. legitimate. But let's not become prisoners of the moment. When it comes to the future, no, 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 no let, let's try and avoid it, right? How do we avoid it? Do we just listen to some some music? Calm down, breathe in and out. I just got some. You just some gotta to remember, to. you just you just gotta tell yourself, do not be a prisoner of the moment. It's very much just you know manifesting well, yourself. I'll say it. I'll say it like this, okay? I think um, part of the reason why the, what the show hasn't blown up yet is because we're we're very much in the middle. It's just who we are, right? we we can't fake we we can't fake with the people honest people honest podcast i don't think there's a wrong decision to be made here if if travis green quote unquote starts the wrong guy which only equates to them losing it's not that big of a deal he has two solid options right here they're both the right options i don't think there there's a wrong decision to be made just based on what we saw today and based on what martian has been doing for a long time this is this is why they have both of them this is a very a very unique situation and and who knows? Who knows? You know what? Just get us to game seven. Hey, you said it best, man. You you made it you made it possible for me to to gain a little something from this win because you've been saying it all along, right? Just win baby. Yeah. Just just,
1: just win, baby. Just, just win. win, baby. Who cares if you've been outshot? 47 thousand four. Forty three to seventeen. Let's not forget oh. the Canucks in the second period today. Were outshot eighteen to two. There's something about second periods and Vegas. Uh, there's something been, about Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. There's but something about Vegas. Forty-three to seventeen, they won that game two-one. That's not a sustainable, obviously, route for success.
0: Even if Thatcher Demko plays like Thatcher Demko. Dude, like that in game six. That was that was one of the worst Canucks playoff performances by their skaters probably in franchise history too just based on how badly outplayed the, played they were. And I don't have the fancy stats in front of me. I'm not, I can't be bothered
1: to look up the fancy stats, shot attempts, what have you. But I can 43-17 tells me the Canucks got pummeled. Sucked. They got pummeled. In that department. They right? got pummeled. They got lucky. They got lucky. hey you got to be good and to I be think lucky. and I think those but they two, games, <laughs> those two <laughs> goals the
0: Canucks got what line got him? The Yo, that's what, I, that's what I want to Get end this episode with. Okay, no, that's what I want to want to end this episode with. Okay, so, so what you want to put the, the lotto line back together? I would just love to see Miller and Pedersen play. You know, who would be don't the other split guy? The, Don't split them up. Just don't split those two up. They they just know what okay, they're doing. Who would be the other guy? But, but let me just say this. I don't. I don't even care to be honest. I don't even care. That's the important guys. though. If it's a guy like it's Tanner Pedersen, Tifo- no, no, he'll not- never be. He'll be Toffoli or Besser. I just know that's going to be the case. But but just speaking about the forwards. Where the hell is Brandon Sutter? Where is Antoine Roussel? Where are the other guys? It just, it's just not but happening that, down there. No, that's this the is, problem with the Canucks. No, I know. It's it just, it
1: just, shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. And I know it sucks, and that's the problem. When, when those win, and I don't. Sorry, no, I'm not gonna say it because there's gonna be plenty of time in the future. I think we don't know when the next season's gonna start. There's gonna be plenty of time for the Canucks postmortem. I don't want to get into it,
0: but I have thoughts. Okay, you have little thoughts. Little teaser and um. It just really really i don't know what word to even say it's just miraculous to see how led this team is scoring wise by their top six because the bottom six is going to give you zero in in a series where you're playing an elite an elite team i i don't i don't see it happening i don't see it happening it's gonna to have to be the top guys just getting it done the recipe the recipe we we said markstrom has to be that guy. Well, just their goaltender in general has to be the best player on the mm-hmm. ice. And then Pedersen and Hughes just got to do their thing. Your Canucks, they're playing. They're playing again. Game six. Game six. They got to prove me wrong. I, I don't like their chances in game six. It's really hard to do this back-to-back games. Vegas is going to going to be angry. I, I'm I'm fascinated. I am. And I'm not going to lie. I'm also excited, man. We get to work more. We get to work more. We get to do another episode of Sipping on a 40. Thanks to Rob. Yes, Rob, the face of the franchise, for hopping on. Thanks to Nick Bondi, the, the email sender, the talker. The DM sender. The DM Sender. The host, the Power of the Tau, had a very powerful conversation with Farhan Lalji. Farhan Lalji, yeah. It, it was beautiful. It was. Yeah. It, it was. on the
1: hockey talk, but I think it's a good episode. Who cares, nonetheless. man? Who
0: cares? Hey, you know when Farhan was like, "Yo, I know this is not a political podcast." I'm like, "Yo, this is a Nick Bondi podcast." Yeah, exactly. It's, right. It's a little bit of everything. So, so make sure you listen to that. We also got the quickie on the network. Hey, give it a swipe, give it a tap. The Nux Misconic Network, wherever you listen to podcasts, we promise you. Yes, we promise you. Your hockey life will get a little bit better once again. Your Canucks. They're playing on Thursday. We'll be back. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we. Yes, we appreciate it. Peace.